name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Oh, I'm jazzed. I'm pumped up today. I got my Latin music. I did. I got my Shakira. Yeah, girl. How you doing? Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in to your first Between the Hearts episode where we've got final grades to issue, big country. And we've got sneak peeks to give. Let's find out who's here to get you learn on today. Welcome in to another Talking Trek server sound off. Who is here? Not my game name on 16 says, hello, what's up, Jerry Ryan on 146. Housekeeping from Texas on server 16. JT Bomb on 156. What's up, Caramel Thunder on server 8. Bernard on 28. Data Systems on 27. Ape on 21. Rotifer on 17. Velvet Thunder on 137. Thank you. Welcome. Big Country is here from server 15. Hey, what's up, Grumpy Marmoset? I love that name. It's a fantastic name. Hey, welcome in, server 26. Hey, Big Bad Ed on server 30. Welcome, I Beglin on server 32. Young Ducat, shout out 38, baby. Zod on 166. Commander Taylor, 192. Gobbles on 36. Callus on 8. Hudson on server 146. Welcome, Twab on 22. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Welcome into the show, Steven Zarin, producer and uh, studio engineer. Thank you, Bankman, server 32. Appreciate you, Nostromo, server 30. Welcome, Zakara. Server 8, welcome. El Chipo from Apex Server 196. Thank you, Dragon Slayer from Server 27. Wretched on the newly merged 47. Thank you, Virtual Army on 135. Robot Tech Fan on 9. Welcome to the show. Artificial Intelligence Hal 9000 is here from Server 11. Thank you. Major Tom on 142. Yes. Hey, what's up, Curious on 162 and our 163 Doc on 32. The Haggis on server 16. Welcome into the show, Frozen Major on server 150. Thank you. Zoomer on 34. Vinius on server 8. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's up, Wicked Witch on 15? Stephen Terrence says, good morning from New Zealand and server 129. Stony Dude says, server 10 says, what's up? Lord Farquaad here on 147. DeKalen on 13. Lugga on 160 and 85. Additional messages. Welcome in. I got I got a hum. I got a hum, Hal. I've got a hum in my in my headphones. Because you keep kicking out all the bots. I don't know. I was You're only bothered. I was only ah mouth better. Thank you. I was only kicking out See? those nope. those one bots. Those ones. Those ones that were in here causing trouble. Hey, what's up? Welcome everybody. Thank Why you for being here. Um, what, Hal? I didn't hear you. Why did they got to be those ones? Those those ones. The ones Why that you came in here. Why you got to pick on one specific thought? They were coming in here causing trouble, my friend. Just causing trouble. You came in here and said hi, and you booted them. No, no, no. You're being all friendly and nice, <laughs> and you're just like, no more nuts. No, no. Listen, as a matter of fact, Hubert, I, I really enjoyed my conversation with Hubert until he ran out of things to say. You know, like, that, that could have been fun, but it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> welcome in, everybody. Does Taylor Swift know you're cheating on her with Shakira? No, I'm not. Listen, no. Taylor. Oh. No. No. Listen, Taylor. Oh. Taylor is is my hall pass. Okay. Shakira is just like, I mean, she's pretty to look at. She got great music. All right. But like if I'm picking between the two, I'm still I'm still going with my, my true heart's desire. All right. Taylor, you're my girl. All right. Absolutely. 
That's what he says publicly. Privately. <laughs> Privately, if either one of them came up to me and said, hey, you want to make out? I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, seriously, like, okay. Hey, speaking of another, speaking of another celebrity crush, has anybody seen um, the new? Um, I don't. I don't think it's out yet. They've been promoting it, and I saw a movie poster with Emma Stone as Cruella Deville. Oh. Wow! Wow! Right? Oh yeah. Emma yeah. Stone looks amazing as Cruella oh, yes. Deville. They did a great job with her. Is it already out? Yeah. It's on Disney Plus yeah, right it's on now. Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus yeah. Uh, available for twenty nine ninety nine. The only reason I know that is because I totally bought it. Uh, <laughs> we bought it. We we haven't watched it yet, but we got it because we we want to be able to. Uh, and you know what? Listen, twenty nine ninety nine. I gotta tell you, how I'm down for new releases at twenty nine bucks. Okay, you I, know I don't really have a problem with it. I am totally down with like in my own living room with my own popcorn and drinks and a new release movie for thirty bucks. Like, sign me up. Okay, I'll do yeah, that. I mean- Every time it costs more than that just to get into the theater, but love the popcorn and drinks. Yes, it does. You I'm know, I got a second mortgage to watch a movie a few weeks ago. I hope this movie does really, really well because because Emma Stone has always been one of my favorites, and she, at least from the artwork, she is killing this character, like killing it. She is perfect. I don't know who cast her in this, but dang, you're perfect for this. I love Emma Stone, and I'm really excited to watch this movie. You guys should go check it out on Disney Plus, twenty nine ninety nine. Disney's Cruella is out now yep. on yep. Disney Plus. We'll be sending that bill. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, there, there's your commercial. That wasn't even a paid sponsorship. That was just like me getting into sponsorship no, you're mode. Trying to get there though. I, you know, it's weird though. Like, I mean, normally I'd say, okay, great, it's a fun movie. You know, check it out. I love Emma Stone. But then, like, whatever happened in my head. Like radio broadcaster mode took over, and I'm like, there it is. Okay, on Disney Plus, everybody, twenty nine ninety nine. Go check it out. Emma Stone's in Cruella, opening May twenty twenty one. I mean, that's that's how you wrap up. Like, if you're doing a live read in a radio booth, that's how you wrap it up. I don't know. I just, you know, I went there automatically. It's twenty years of habit, I suppose. Steven Darren, I, listen. If you can't, in a radio DJ of you. If you can, I know it was right. Listen, if you can't control me giving away free advertising, then then we're gonna have to reexamine your producer's role here. Okay. See, I live in fear. <laughs> I live in fear of Snake Eyes. Okay. <laughs> I I live in fear of him. But but you know you like okay. Listen, I'll give away a free spot. You know that was only worth. What, Stevens Aaron? That was probably worth 50, 60 bucks right there. And I would, just gave it away. Gave it away. For, come on. Maybe pay some. <laughs> probably pay some. Uh, I'll join the dark side then. <laughs> oh, 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 don't do that. Don't do wow. that. Wow. Uh, listen, Hal's been there, done that, I, and I, came I back. From yeah, Hal, Hal came back, just just so you know. Okay, it's not always uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the dilithium is not always shinier on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, no, well, it is uh, less stressful. <laughs> it's what? Less stressful. Uh, less stressful oh, over here, yeah. for sure, for sure. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Oh, welcome cool. to Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs. I uh, appreciate you being here. Glad to be here. Uh, let's get into our stupid news very quickly. We've got a few things to talk about. Plus, I am not going forever in a day today. We're not going to do a big country. We can't do it. we got That's things to do. We've got a few right. things to talk about. i got hints wow. to give, and i got other stuff to do. Okay? I got other stuff to do. Um, 
yeah, so let's get into the stupid news, everybody. Stupid news. Stupid news. It is time for the stupid news. In your first story today, <laughs> in your first news story today, BK is taunting me in the pregame or the pre-show, saying that I literally offered DJ one hundred dollars to do a show under one hour. All right, today might be your day, BK. Today might be your day. Listen, I, I don't think it'll be one hour. I do think I've got a little bit more, but. It's between the arcs. There's not a heck of a lot to do, right, Big Country? We got a couple of big things to talk about. We got some hints to give you, and then we're going to bounce. Okay? Go biz bounce. All right, let's get into the stupid news quickly and find out what's going on. How about this? Guys, do you hear about this? How this has actually got me a little bit worried. Big Country, you should be stressed out. All right, a new report claims hackers are shutting down meat processing plants across the United States. All right. Places where all roadhouses, like all, all the steakhouses, I meant to say steakhouses, fast food restaurants and even fine dining establishments are now warning patrons that in the next 30 days, they could legit run out of meat. Big country. All right. Situation is shaping up to be a real code red meat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the story, uh, <laughs> the story is still developing, though. You can stay tuned right here for more breaking moves. Breaking moves? I mean, really? Come on, that was that was good. <laughs> Cracking myself up. I'm crying here. Big, Big says he's got a bone to pick. <laughs> Uh, Polly Shore is in the news. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. York says, oh, dear. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure it's not deer that they're processing in these plants. Just FYI. Just say, uh, I don't think so. Hey, Pop. Hey, DJ, I think you're going to a horse. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Ew, wait, wait a second. Hold on. How? You don't yeah. eat horse, okay? Who says? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Have you ever had horse? I don't think that's actually legal in the United States, man. Okay, and we're the only ones that get to dictate what meat we eat. Oh, don't eat, don't eat horse. I, I do yeah. know that other countries do eat horse. I, yeah, I know. Mr. Egg is great. <laughs> God, this is terrible. Uh, listen, Guns N' Roses are in the news. I've announced a new U.S. tour with 14 new tour dates. That's right, everybody. The band members are packing up their life alert necklaces. They're going on the road. Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses stopping by a city near you. Uh, General Motors. General Motors is in the news. Now, you guys know I work for Ford. Okay, you know I work for Ford. General Motors is in the news, though, building a lunar rover to drive astronauts across the moon. They're going to count on GM to make sure that they can reliably get from point A to point B with no dealership and no mechanics for about 30,000 miles. All right. I just going to say, listen, y'all make fun of Ford all the time. I hope they got AAA up there. All right. Just saying. Oh. Wait a minute, are they changing the name of OnStar to OnNoon? <laughs> so bad. Mariah Carey is in the news. Get this. 
Mariah Carey revealed on Instagram that she once made, quote, a sad attempt, end quote, at looking like Rachel from Friends. But nowadays, <laughs> nowadays she's content with making sad attempts at just sounding like Mariah Carey. Uh, <laughs> it's Mariah Carey in the news, everybody. Uh, parents, uh, oh my God, get this. This is this is almost a borderline story. I almost didn't read it, but I decided to I decided to go with it anyway. Get this. This is going on at a New York public school. All right, parents at a New York school were outraged that this school is teaching first graders about masturbation. That's happening. Whoa, whoa, wait, what? Yes, first graders are being taught about self-pleasure. Yeah. In a public school. You can read all about it in the new children's book, The Cat in Nothing But a Hat. (laughs) (laughs) Bill and Hillary Clinton were seen in public uh, having dinner in New York with Trudy Styler. If anybody doesn't know who Trudy is, uh, she is the wife of Sting. But he wasn't there, actually, Hal. He wasn't there. He says he's not talking to the Democrats right now because Joe Biden called him up and threatened to defund the police. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, The police saying at Bill and Hillary's wedding, don't stand so close to me, supposedly, is what what they said. Uh, No, Hillary's fun to hang out with, I hear. According to Trudy, she loves hanging out with Hillary, Uh, especially going out to eat, like at a really swanky restaurant. She says Hillary's fun to hang out. She always brings her own private server. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I... I spent a lot of time on these ones today. Uh, finally, everybody, a streaker in your t- for your talking trick. DA of the day, everybody. A streaker ran on the field during a rain delay of a Washington Nationals game and started using the field tarp as a slip and slide. He has now made history as the only person to have fun at a Nationals game. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Shinjo says it's not a public school. Okay. Well, then my news article was incorrect. It's a private school. Fifty-five grand a year, everybody. Fifty-five thousand dollars a year private school. Good God. I would be. I would be a little upset. For fifty-five thousand dollars, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a personal masseuse. Just saying. <laughs> God, that's crazy. Okay. $55,000. Uh, welcome in, everybody. My name's Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the show. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and welcome to your first episode between the arcs, okay? Uh, listen, I told you guys during the last show that uh, – Today, we are going to issue our final grades, all right? Stevens, Aaron, and Hal, I don't know if I actually, I don't know if you guys actually had your grades kind of prepared. I know I don't normally normally do that, like come to you guys for that. But, you know, hey, we've got time to fill and uh, not really a whole lot else to do on the show today. Actually, I do. I do have one other thing to do on the show today. But um, we are missing Gregor. Gregor told me to relay along that he was giving the grade an F minus. I'm just kidding. Gregor loved the arc too, uh, from from the conversations that we've had. Let me start with you, Big Country. All right, and then of course I told you guys my grade was going to be pretty favorable. It was, as a matter of fact, I believe that most people, Big, are probably not going to be in agreement with me. I don't think. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story coming up here in just a second. But let me first start with Big Country. Big, big, big Country. 
Welcome into the show, buddy. How you doing, man? Doing well? Good. 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 Uh, I'd like for you to, at this time, go ahead and give your thesis, all right? You can give your final grade first if you want. Give a few supporting reasons and then, and then kind of wrap up maybe with your final grade. Uh, you and I have spent actually a great deal of time over the last couple of days uh, talking about some pros and cons, and, and uh, I'd like to hear what you finally came up with. So, um, you know what, I, I kind of feel like, you know, at first I was thinking, you know, like a B, B plus is what I was kind of feeling on, you know, my final grade for the arc. So I think that the away missions are nice. Uh, they, a way to, you know, get more material in the game. I wish that they would, if I have my choice, there's some things that I would love to be changed about it. I, I would like to see him kind of open the rewards up. I think that they're kind of stingy with the officer shards, um, active nanoprobes. I feel like those should be a little higher than what they're currently giving. But the fact that they're giving those out, I feel like is a good thing. And that really, in all honesty, you can get them for free. You know, you don't have to use speed ups. You can use, you know, officers that you're not going to use. So that's pretty much a free currency for players you just have to be patient with it and the same goes with the away team research the away team research is you know a way to increase your cargo size increase your protected cargo um you know help with grinding of reds increase you know earning more reputation if you're somebody that's grinding there's a lot of things in the research tree that are very beneficial for a wide variety of players who play the game a wide variety of different ways. Um, and like I say, including mining speed, which I forgot to mention, you know, and some other things. So, and the same thing, if you're patient, if you're patient, it's free. You know, it's, it's a self-containing arc that you can basically get all those things improve your gameplay that don't that don't really cost anything so um I, you know to me you know when i start looking at that you have the shuttle bay that can help uh you know with the efficiency of the things the service awards as you're grinding through your away team research um they introduce some new officers i think as always like people always come up and say these officers are crappy. These officers are crappy. And it's because, you know, listen, at level one, a lot of times they don't really mean a lot. But as you get them tiered up, then you start to kind of notice, hey, you know what? You know, this is a, a nice officer. So I feel like it's kind of, of, you know, a little new on that. But I feel like, you know, when you look at the things that they introduce, and then I mentioned this before, I mentioned it today, um, I feel like they really bumped the pay scale up in terms of the amount of rewards uh, that they've given out, the ability with the Franklin and and other things that the rewards have been really, really good. I, like I told you, I have more resources now than I've, I've ever had in the game. And a lot of it's because I feel like they're just, they're being, you know, better with the payouts and very generous. And, and I wasn't the only one. I've, I think a couple other people have said that too in the show. Uh, the last couple of days that the rewards have been extremely, you know, generous. So 
as I I think about it more and more, I'm like, hey, you know what? There's, uh, you know, if I'm gonna give it a B, I gotta give it a B because I would like to change this. And in all honesty, I'm like, well, what would I change? Probably the amount of shards that they give out. But other than that, I think it's it was pretty good. So I'm actually gonna have to say, you know what? They get an A for me. Wow! So, wow! No! Wow! Oh, snap! Big country. Oh, man. That was surprising to me. I knew you were happy. Yeah. I knew you were happy. Um, I did not expect a grade of A. All right. Usually, I, usually I'm the one that gets the tomatoes thrown at me uh, for grading an arc too high. I want to, I want to come back. And I want to focus on a couple of points that he said there, and and I'm going to read also out of the chat. I, I, I didn't, I didn't pay him nothing. I didn't pay him nothing. Okay. However, however, I agree with him on literally almost every single point. Bubba, I want to come to you, okay? And, and if you have a second to come to the stage, I would love for you to come to the stage because Bubba says, oh, man, full stop, 100% disagree, away team's awful, completely worthless in its current form, takes an arc that could have been B+, and makes the entire arc a fail. Bubba, I want to, I want to hear from you. If you can come up, if not, we'll just talk in chat. That blows my mind. Okay, that blows my mind because I—I I mean, I don't think it's anywhere near a failing grade. Okay, nowhere near a failing grade. Uh, away teams being awful. I do understand that some people are not satisfied with them in their current form because, for example, you know, Bubba, you and I were just talking. Is this how? Scopely said they were going to score a uh, source data. If you guys remember in the very beginning of the arc, we said Scopely says they're going to be sourcing this Android officer using a feature of this arc. Now, I presume now that we're at the end of the arc that that sourcing is going to be away team's assignments. The the issue that I take with that is so far I've gotten two assignments that actually reward data shards. Uh, and yay for me, I have now picked up four shards this month uh, off of assignments. Okay, four shards. Now, that's going to take a really, really long time. Okay, four shards. Yeah, Jonathan Ingram, I did get two, crazy enough. Uh, now, it, technically, technically, I'm counting one as the special star chart. Okay, one of them was the special star chart assignment, technically. All right, so I don't know if that one really counts. But, oh, please don't lick that. Please don't lick that. That oh, sorry. You guys, you you ever have like a parent moment, and you look over and your kids, you, <laughs> you, you ever have a parent moment? Wow. Stop! Don't lick that. <laughs> you look well, over well, and you're at like, least he's saying it's his child. Oh God! Please don't don't <laughs> do that. Uh, yeah. So no. So I got the the special one that Scopely gave with that special star chart, but I've also got this one running. I'll throw this in uh, in chat right now. Uh, for you guys to take a look at. Obviously, you can see this is a different assignment. This is not the same one, or at least not the one that was in yellow. I'll uh, actually, was it called? What was the yellow one? The special one called? What was it? Was it peace treaty? Rescue assignment. Rescue assignment. Okay. Well, this was or called peace something. treaty. This was yeah. called peace treaty. So you can definitely tell that it's a different one. But there, there I go. I got another. I got a chance. All right. Now, now, granted, uh, to Bubba's point, and Bubba, welcome to the stage. Uh, like to uh, to get your your take here. 
we just like you and I were talking earlier, this is a great assignment for me that it does have a 25% chance at two more data shards. Uh, but this one, unlike the special assignment, this is only a 25% crit, Bubba. So, you know, chances are I'm probably not going to get those two data shards. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully I can get a little bit lucky, maybe. Bubba, uh, let me come to you and and sure. dis- and discuss your your comment because that's actually a lot more harsh than i was expecting i know that you are not pleased with the reward system of away teams assignments is there something more that is giving you issue than than the rewards or is that it for you so there's a couple of things um the rewards are one but i uh, uh i hope everyone can hear me okay I just got oh yeah you're coming through crappy, great, man. the crappy headphones from apple um, so, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good to me. Way better than my yeah. my AirPods. My AirPods are garbage. <laughs> I had to throw them in again in the trash can. Uh, so it's it's a couple of different things. So one, um, you know, as as an Ops fifty player, uh, with you know, in order to put any sort of real percentage into the uh, away teams assignments, I have to dedicate my epic officers. Which okay, I can decide whether I want to dedicate my officers for a number of days or not to be able to get to something that resembles 100%. But there are even sometimes with the maximum amount of research and my best officers that I could possibly put in there, I still can't get to 100%. I get to 99%. Mm-hmm. I have had 25 away, to, away teams assignments that are at 20, that were at 99%. I have failed 18 of them. No way. 18 of 25. No. And so, yes. Are you so, serious? I'm serious. This is the problem is that if you don't get to hundred percent, it appears to be just a random number generator that is being put into place to say whether you succeed or not. It's not based on any sort of percentage. At least that's based on a limited sample set of 25, 99% attempts that a high majority of them failed. Okay. Now, if the threshold was a little bit lower, say like the threshold that's at ops 49, I can get to 100% by putting my best officers into these assignments and do what I need to do. So then I can at least decide whether do I want the guarantee to get this reward to be able to move forward or not. And so I'm really stuck like, well, what do I do here? Do I even attempt to speed up a 99% when I have such a high probability of failure? And then if I fail, I obviously can't critical, right? So if I can't pass the thing in the first place, then it doesn't matter whether you critical or not because you didn't pass the first check. Yeah. So. The problem I have with the away teams assignments is that they are a random chance on top of a random chance on top of a random chance. First, you have to have the random chance of even getting something that you want, like medals of honor or the nanoprobes. And I don't mind a lot of the kind of other assignments in there, you know, the ship XP or officer XP. I get that there's going to be a wide variety of things that may matter to some people and may not matter to others. I'll tell you right now, the thing I'm super excited about being able to get my my hands on more of is ship XP, which I never thought was going to be relevant because I always figured I'd have enough latinum. But the Franklin A blew away my source of latinum as I tried to take it to Ops 50 because it's requiring 6 million XP. But regardless, so there are things in there that are useful, but for the most part, it's so much of a random chance on top of a random chance on top of a random chance that the probability of actually getting something useful is so low that it's very frustrating to try and you know to try and operate within um combine that with the speed ups the cost of speed ups were really really like really high in that first arc maybe they're going to come back with something that's a little bit more reasonable in the second arc um maybe they're going to revamp some of the odds so that it's a little bit more possible but i just feel like they completely and again 
this is coming from an ops 50 perspective where you know i can't even guarantee that i'm going to complete whereas i watch you know people that are say ops 39 ops 35 ops 42 and they're like oh yeah i get to 200 percent on my away team's assignments i'm like i can barely get to 100 and so i get that different people are going to have different perspectives but for me and what you know the usefulness of this of this thing of this mechanism that they've introduced is completely awful wow i you know that is a, a crazy perspective and and uh I'm 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 a little I'm almost a little bit speechless at that. 18 of 25 at 99%. And 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 that's 18 failures. So you're really really when we're talking, you know, uh record here, you're 7 of 25 at 99%. Yes. Wow. Hey Bubba. Uh, so obviously like I have I have you know had a lot better success. I have I think you know, for me, I've probably have had 200 messages, 200 message, message, ah, missions, 200 missions, where I think I've failed two, you know, that have been in the 90s. So I've, I've obviously been a lot more luckier than you what, when it comes to that. So, and I still have the same where a lot of them are 99s. So I was just curious, like, on your territory research, it, you know, there's the often officer conditioning and then there's some officer stats of boost in the away teams missions have you kind of focused on those to help increase the stats of your officers so that oh. I, baba do you, so yeah. baba do you have prime officers I have prime officers. <laughs> I have the officer stat boost in the territories at uh uh, I think it goes to 15, and I have it 14 out of 15. Wow. I have gone through the away team's assignments and maxed out all of those officer abilities. That was a priority first. Um, so I, I, I've done everything I can to make my officers better. You know, um, I'm gonna... I don't have any territories that boost officers. I don't know if there is a territory that boosts officers, so I don't have that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's really – um, just, you know, the fact that I can't, you know, the, the one thing I can do, right. And I'm sure everyone's figured this out is that Khan is a, uh, a stats God, he right. Is, He's yeah. got the best stats in the game. You put Khan on an attack assignment and I think it's, it's either health or defense, either one of those, he will help put you over the top because his stats are so much higher. And mm -hmm. I suspect this is just, this is speculation, but I suspect what Scopely did is they said, well, if you're Ops 50, I bet you've got Borg officers and Khan that are all Tier 5, and they have these insane stats, so we can put the threshold a little bit higher for Ops 50 players because they're going to have these superior officers that other people are going to ha not have. And the reality is is that almost no players have Borg at Tier 5. I mean, you have, you have 6 at Tier 5. I've talked to a lot of people. Most of them do not have any of the Borg at Tier 5, or if they do, it's just 6. Yeah. Let me let me ask you a quick question uh, pertaining back to a couple of comments you made. Do you feel, because uh, you had mentioned that, that the stat requirements at 49 didn't feel insane. I, I'm sure that they're still higher. Let me ask you, do you feel that it's a narrow band between 49 and 50, or do you think that they took 50 and they just, like, got stupid i mean what do you feel about the jump for like from from say like 46 to 47 to 48 we know that it scales by ops and the number of points that are needed uh do you feel like it was an equitable scale up until 50 or is it still an equitable scale um 
how do you feel about well, the number here's of points the thing, that are needed? Here's the thing you have to consider. So I think that it's reasonable, but there's almost no research gain between for officers between 46 and 50. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you could have maxed an officer at 46 and you've got all the research done, you're basically you're at the maximum stats your officers can be other than the minuscule amount you get from the academy of leveling up to 50. Right. And so the difference in between, you know, they have the same ability to get maximum stats officers that I do. I have no additional way to do it other than getting these uh, stat high officers like the Borg and Khan to their maximum level. That's the only capability that I have, right, as, a, as an Ops 50. But the research is all basically the same. So let me ask you this, um, and, and I appreciate your perspective. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move forward here in just a second. But the, the stat requirement, ha- have we actually determined what the actual number is? What, what is? Have you determined what the actual number of stats required is as an Ops Level 50 for, for 100% chance of success? Uh, I haven't figured it out. Uh, uh, I figured that'd be a question for Ripper. I, you know, Ripper was actually working on it. Uh, I know that is not something that we actually have available, and he was looking at that. Um, it, it is high. We know it's high, uh, and I don't. I don't think that he's looked at it from you know even like a forty-six, a forty-eight, and then the fifty, or you know even throwing forty-nine in there. We know that there is a jump at, at fifty. Uh, and I'm kind of wondering, maybe we can go back to Scopely and say, hey, listen, what is this jump? And could that jump be reevaluated? Uh, on the other hand, <clears throat> I, uh, I know that, that the, the underlying mechanic or the underlying intent was really truthfully that players are not getting 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, it's possible for a lot of players, but big... I come back to you, and and I know Gregor would share this point. One of his complaints about the April arc was that the the effort required or the spend required or or whatever the the amount of of uh, investment into the game for say a level fifty was different than that of thirty nine, for example. I think we're seeing that again. And, uh, and and not that, you know, I want to spend a bunch of time, you know, on level 50, but, but their perspective absolutely matters too. And, I mean, heck, there's more and more of them in the game. It's not like there's three level 50s in the game anymore. You know, there's hundreds, maybe thousands now. So, so it, it is a viable complaint, especially when we look at something that may be unobtainable. You know, I say that you shouldn't be focusing on trying to get to 100%. On the other hand, I just posted a screenshot at 199% because that is one that I absolutely wanted to invest in, all right? So if that is a mechanic that's not even available to some players, then maybe that's not super fair. Maybe that's not super fair. Uh, I appreciate that, uh, Bubba. Thank you for coming up. I hate that that has, has ganked this whole arc for you. You know, I that is... Obviously, a unique perspective, but I hate that it that it ganked the entire arc for you because the the arc I I feel even for me felt really really good. Uh, let me um, look at a couple of these other comments uh, here and uh, and discuss some of these percentages. Now, there's one or two notes that I'm going to take away from this, uh, and then I am hey Bubba, I'm 100% going to try to see if I can actually get an answer. This is not something that I've asked up to this point, but. The screen clearly says chance of success, all right? Chance of success. Now, if that is not actually chance of success, 
but moreover, progress towards 100%. Okay? Progress towards 100%. And then if it's just RNG, what's the RNG based on? Pass-fail? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that to me is maybe concerning big, okay? Um... I don't, I don't know, and and pops, I don't, I don't want you to feel that way, okay? Uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, my grade remains unchanged. All right, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm sorry, like I just said, I'm sorry that his that his opinion uh, of this arc centers around away teams, but from his perspective, I mean, my God, seven out of twenty five at ninety nine percent, I'd be pretty pissed too, to be frank. All right, but all opinions are welcome here. Okay, not just not just one or two people, but every every opinion. And you know what? He sounds like he's got a pretty damn big gripe, a, a big enough gripe for possibly us to look at. Is this labeled correctly? All right, is this actually chance of success or is this progress towards guaranteed? All right, and then after See, that, I'm- after that, what what is it? Is it an RNG pass fail? Or it, what's the RNG based on after that? You know? Go ahead, Big. That wasn't that was me. me. Oh, that was me. Oh, how? Go ahead. I'm not sure what it's based off of because I've had two at 100% that still failed. So that's possible. We've actually talked about that. I bet you I even have a picture because I wanted to take a picture and show you guys. So let's let's do this. Let me pull this up here real quick, okay? And I'm going to show you a random assignment that I've got here, okay? And there's two things to look out for, and I'm going to circle them here, okay? The chance of success, and I probably should put this in the graphics room. Maybe one of the moderators can help me out here, okay? There's two things to look out for. When you get your chance of success to 100, okay, it is possible. Let me, hey, Oliver, can I see my phone? Can I have Daddy's phone, please? I actually have it. If I'll anybody, a couple in, um, chat ah, here, thank you, Stevens, Aaron. Okay, look here, look I, here. I did this example on an official the other day. Thank you. This is exactly what I was looking for. Exactly. You can see a one hundred percent chance of success, yet you notice that the red uh, circle in the top right hand corner still is gray. Okay, it's still gray. Now this happens because of rounding okay we have had these rounding errors it happens stevens aaron throw these in the in the graphics room as well this is how you can determine if you get a guaranteed success if the green bar at the top all right even if it's green and says x1.00 okay or x1 if it is green at the top you've got the stats to guarantee it if the if the chance of success is green but the the multiplier is still gray you're short you're still short it is scopely rounding and blue you're absolutely right scopely rounds down in every scenario all right (laughs) tell your friends (laughs) all right and zod says they need to show the full percentage i i wish they would but you know as a matter of fact vita would would come out here and say we have been asking for two decimal rounding for forever. And he's right. We've been asking for two decimal rounding for a very, very long time. So there is a scenario, although it's extremely narrow, where you can fail something that has a 100% chance of success. The crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, and Ripper and I have had this conversation, statistically speaking, statistically speaking, it should be rare. It absolutely should not be 
17 out of 25 failures. There's no way. All right, there's no way. I mean, out of out of those 25 failures, all right, statistically, he could have won at this point. Could have won. And if you really wanted to say you had bad luck, you could have two failures. But 17 failures? That's too much. That's too much. No wonder he's pissed. Okay? I get it. I'm going to be pissed too. All right. Fortunately, mine have, for the most part, pretty fallen uh, fallen within my realm of expectation. If I get a 60%, I kind of know that's a toss-up. All right. Uh, I'm passing most of my 80%. I have done a couple of, like, 90s, 95s, 98s. I've done a few of those. I've passed most of them. I think I've probably failed a couple. Um, and, and Ripper pointed this out. Do keep in mind one thing. There's millions of away teams' assignments running millions okay we've got hundreds of thousands of players that are running you know five and six and seven of these a day millions of assignments have run so far okay statistically speaking we are going absolutely to see documented cases of 99 percent failures okay you will see it don't be surprised by that statistically speaking millions of assignments have run one out of a hundred are going to fail. All right. So let, let's just very quickly do some shorthand math here. Let's say we've run one million assignments. All right. One million assignments. And based on a 1% failure rate, 10,000 assignments will fail galaxy wide. 10,000, 99% assignments. Now, the odds of 17 of those belonging to Bubba. That's really bad, okay? He's got the worst luck in the world, and I think it deserves to be looked at. So we will look at it, all right? But we are going to see that. And on the scale and the number of which we're running, all right, we're going to see a lot of them because people are running a lot of these, okay? So that being said, be on the lookout for that. You, It, it is absolutely possible, all right? <clears throat> Now, Scalyback says, now explain the crits. All right. Well, same thing. At least we think crits are supposed to be, you know, 25% or 10% or whatever they say. Okay. That's one out of 10 or one out of four. And and I'll tell you this. And I, man, I wish Ripper were here. I sent him a PM. I wish Ripper were here because we actually had a meeting yesterday where part of our constructive criticism, part of our feedback was actually guys get this and 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 this was ripper's idea straight up i'll give him all the credit all right he said hey how about we take the rng out of the rng which is already in another rng which is a part of another rng you know what he's right he's right this is what we're talking about we're talking about getting a good assignment let's say let's say you get all uncommons and you get one rare or you've got all uncommons and you get one rare and maybe maybe you get one epic if you've unlocked that. The RNG, like Scaly says, stacks on RNG. So not only are you relying on RNG to get the assignments, right? then you're relying on RNG with the chance of success. Then you're relying on RNG for the critical bonus chance. All right, There's three different levels of RNG that are stacked on one another here. And... and the odds of a completely, you know, favorable outcome is actually much lower. It's not 25%. Big, for example, 
the the odds at you getting uh say 800 merits of honor for example whatever it is the odds of you getting merits of honor today is much lower than 25%. Much lower. Because not only are you relying on the critical bonus, but you're also relying on the chance of success if you can't get to 100%. And then you're also relying on just getting the assignment to begin with. So, Ripper proposed this piece of feedback. And I love this idea. I absolutely love this idea. I'd like to see what you guys think. Because... I think Ripper's onto something big. Now, I don't know how quickly something like this could happen. To me, it sounds like a significant rewrite. All right? Uh, But I I think it's a great idea. How about this, folks? Leave the RNG on the uncommon, rare, and epic. Leave it it alone. But statistically speaking, all right? Hey, somebody, somebody who say Ops 42. Ops 42, Ops 43, all right? Let's not look at a 50. Let's look at, a, let's look at an Ops 40, 41, 42, okay? Tell me how many merits of honor you have the opportunity at if you hit your critical bonus, all right? USS Enterprise is in the chat. He's an Ops 41. Tequila is an Ops 42, okay? Let's ask you guys. If you get a, a, an epic assignment and you get the opportunity at merits of honor, how many are there? What is what is this? Oh, okay, cool. It's scaring me. Kids running around licking stuff. Um, so, okay, USS Enterprise doesn't have it unlocked yet. Tequila, do you have it unlocked? All right, anybody? <laughs> you see this? This is why I ask big questions. Now I come to a forty-two, and you guys, you guys can't answer for me. All right, big country. <laughs> All right, serrated. What do you got? Get give me the number of merits that you have an opportunity to win when you, if you can crit. Somebody, big, look look one up for me, buddy, okay? <laughs> Nobody's got answers for me. <laughs> Here we go, thank you. Extreme's got it. At Ops 44, if he crits, he has an opportunity at 216 Merits of Honor, all right? Now, uh, Serrated says 200, okay? Very good. Now, if you look at that assignment, chances are, that is a 25% chance at critical, okay? Oh, look, uh, Virtual Army says a 30%. Okay, cool. So uh, I know, and I know that it increases as levels go up, all right? But let's look at, uh, let's assume that it's 25%, okay? Let's assume it's 25%. That's the critical chance, 25%. That presumes, statistically speaking, that one out of every four assignments should be resulting in merits of honor, but that doesn't feel like it's happening across across the board. All right, that doesn't feel like it's happening. All right, now virtual army, <laughs> be be cautious here. You've got a green bar chance of success, but your top one X is still gray. You do actually still have a chance of failure, which is scary to think about. But you do still have a chance of failure there. Okay, just as an FYI. All right. Yeah. Now, but be- the also the other thing is is it's not just out of it doesn't count like. Oh, yeah, it's seen, oh, yeah, you've, you've done four, you've failed three, so we'll give you this one win. It resets at every single time that percentage chart. That's right. That's right. So, so that's what I'm saying. Statistically speaking, one out of four should give you the merits. All right. We are also seeing overwhelming data that it's not 25%. All right. I mean, and that one is as clear as day. So, you know, that was another thing Ripper sent back up. I was like, hey, can we actually check 
this RNG doesn't feel right. Okay, we're seeing a ton of non-crits. And if it's supposed to be 25%, I mean, really, truthfully, it should be, on average, should be one out of four. So Ripper said, hey, you know what? Take some of this RNG out of it. Take some of the RNG out, and let's look at potentially just doing this. Let's take critical. You can you could leave critical bonuses there, but if they're going to hit less often, let's ramp up those rewards. Let's throw 10 shards or five data shards in there. Let's throw 50,000 active nanoprobes in there. Let's make them worth their salt, especially if you've got a 10% chance at actually hitting one. But the merits are different. The merits are required for progression. So Ripper's theory was, hey, if I'm supposed to get 200 merits of honor and I got a 25% chance, then why don't you give me a guarantee of 40? Every single epic, put it in the top row. Give me 40, all right? Slightly less because you want to account for some RNG, maybe even some luck, all right? So he said, hey, listen, if I can get the same number of merits in five assignments guaranteed, then it's worth giving up the 25% RNG that's stacked on top of another RNG that's stacked on top of a third RNG. All right? And I actually really, really loved that that idea. If you take like and put merits of honor guaranteed with the service awards, but make them a fraction of the of the amount then you're making up for the RNG with the critical hit bonus, and you get some. You can actually progress. Every single assignment, you can nickel and dime at it. All right? So uh, that was a piece of the feedback that we sent up, all right, regarding the away team assignments and the merits of honor. All right? That being said, I want to reiterate to players, you know, level 8 through 50, Okay? Getting to 100%, and, and this is not, FYI, please, Bubba, don't take this as directed at you. It's not, like not in the least. I, myself, will stack for an assignment if it's got a strong payout, okay? If you have an, a, an assignment that has the payout that you've been waiting for, do, do it. Stack it up. Hopefully, you've got the speed-ups to speed up if you need the officers. If you don't, by the way, look at my assignment I just posted a little while ago. That's my assignment, and I am not speeding it up, at least not right now. I have the speed-ups. Uh, well, actually, that's a lie. I only have about three days. <laughs> so for the next one day and 16 hours, my officers are legit tied up. All right, but I saw data there. I saw 100,000 service awards. I wanted it. I had to, I decided to stack up for that epic. So the, the thing is, I stacked up and I did it, but you're not, none, none of my other assignments are at 100%, folks. Like literally zero, uh, there's one, hang on. There was an uncommon that I got to like 1.43. Here's a rare, it's at 95. Uh, here's an uncommon at 86. All right. I'm not putting great stuff on there. Here's an uncommon that I did actually get. It's at 1.07 and it's an uncommon. Here's another uncommon at 84. All right. So all all I'm saying is I, it, it's kind of something I've been saying since the beginning. Don't feel like you got to stack these up. This is passive play. And and to Bubba's counterpoint, 
If you're going to use your best officers, yeah, five days is a long time. You want to try to make sure that you've got the speed-ups necessary or, at least in the game, are not maybe going to need those particular officers for the span of a few days if, you know, you don't have the speed-ups. But if I don't have the speed-ups and I want to keep my officers available, I'm probably not going to send them, which means I'm not going to get to 100%. And I'm okay with that. This is passive play. So that's what I think that that players need to focus a little bit more on is that this was meant to be uh, a no-activity progression through a research tree. Now, what's happening, just like we talked on the last episode, players like Gregor and Big Country, they're blasting their way through the research tree. Well, that's fine and good, but here in about two, three months, they're going to be done. All right, I'm still going to be working on it, just never sacrificing anything and just kind of passively playing it. Now, housekeeping says, when do I get my shill check cash? I don't know. What am I shilling on? I mean, if you want to, if you want to play that game, what am I actually, what am I actually shilling on right now? Because the away team's assignments are not meant to be at 100. percent That that your own. Uh, that your own need for completion is the one that's driving you, that, that listen, if Scopely is guilty of something, it's taking advantage of the fact that they know you want 100%. That's what they're offering you, a chance to get 100%, but you're going to pay. You're going to pay. I mean, I don't know how anybody who objectively looks at this can, can argue with that. You've got eight assignments. You cannot do all eight of them at 100% unless you spend. So... <laughs> Who's going to do it? Right? I mean, I I, I kind of got to be at odds with you about that. All right? I don't think that's shilling at all. This is explaining a mechanic. And if you want, if you need in your head to get it to 100%, well, that's fine. All right? You can do that, but you're going to pay for it. All right? I'm just telling you what I'm doing, all right, which is not running them at 100% unless there's something I really, really want. Anyway... Uh, that's the, uh, the away team assignments there. Uh, go ahead. Who's in voice? Yeah, that's Scalyback. Yo, what's up, Scalyback? You got internet today. What's up, mine? Yeah, I'm just a bit curious about the crit thing because it's been alluded to that's how we're going to get the extras like skins and officer shards. So let me... Let me tell you that I was the one that has said, not Scopely, I was the one that said this solves everything. Skins, officer shards, everything. Now, Scopely did say that they were going to source data this way. They did. All right. Well, as Bubba and I were actually talking to PM before the show, this is actually not, uh, <laughs> this is actually not probably the definition of grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's what he wrote me. He said, man, he said, this is, this is going to take years. You know, uh, I, I don't even remember what the math was uh, exactly. Let me see here. Here's what he wrote. Um, 900 days. <laughs> 900 days uh, at two refreshes per day, assuming that you get a guaranteed assignment for one data shard per refresh. Oh, oh, oh. Per refresh, one data shard per refresh, assuming that you're 100% guaranteed and assuming that you don't speed up the refreshes, that's two shards per day. To max it out is going to take 900 days. All right? So, yes, sourcing 
does not sound like the right word, does it, Bubba? All right, I agree. I, I don't think – I think that's what people aren't so excited about. Well, I, I agree. And, and I agree the, the rewards from away teams – are not what I expected them to be. But I also remind you, this is and was month one. There's a lot to come. There's a lot of life left in this expansion, and I do think things are going to change with that. As they even told us during our own call, guys, it is the first month. It's brand new. We're going to be you know, excited about it. We're going to be tepid about it. We're going to see how it's responded to and how it works, and we are going to evaluate and adjust. But they, I mean, same thing. Same same thing like they they did with the data. Sorry. Same thing like they said with the refresh, uh, refresh tokens. All right, players didn't value those quite like uh, I think Scopely wanted to. I mean, look at your twentieth milestone. How many refresh tokens were up there? Like nine hundred. You know, (laughs) and and that wasn't. You know, we would have rather have gotten our officer badges. Right versus the uh, versus the refresh tokens. So I, I just think that there were a couple of things that that Scopely may have misjudged. All right, uh, but as long as they react, then I'm cool with it. The thing is with these merits and these percentage chances and things like that, I don't know how quickly they are going to react if they're going to, and that's going to be part of my continuing feedback. All right, uh, so there you go with uh, with away teams. Obviously, a big feature, a big part of it, Bubba. Uh, calling the Ark a fail because of it. Big Country giving it a pass, all right? Then we come into the story. Uh, we come into the officers. Yeah, go ahead, Jeffers. What what data is it that you're looking for, buddy? I'm sorry. Uh, it's Cheapo. Oh, May yo, I... Cheapo. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I, I want to talk about the awaiting time and how they deal with the 12-hour, 24-hour refresh. Uh, I want to point out that uh, we have a 24-hour uh, chest, we have faction drugs, faction recruits, faction messages that are meant to be redeemed once a day, 24 hours, but their refresh time is like 22 hours at a time. So I wanted to point that part out because there's a grace period. The grace period actually helps us players who are supposed to redeem it once a day, and we have a two-hour grace period. Now, <clears throat> when it comes to our away missions, we have a 12-hour timer. But the missions themselves are also 12 hours. So unless you get a free way to source, at the very least, one hour or two hour uh, refresh tokens, mm-hmm. you got nothing. You have to, like, Wam and I were talking about this, and there's no way. You got to spend on it because there's no grace period. As soon as it hits and it doesn't actually refresh at a 12-hour minute, you have, you have to wait one, two, five, even five minutes for this. For the missions to show up so it's very frustrating for people who want to people like me who don't want to spend and we want to grind it up we can't we have to wait two cycles because there's an extra cycle that we have to go through because there's no grace period yeah no i'm good with that i like that idea um you know taking all of the assignments and shortening them by two hours I, i think that's actually a fantastic idea because we already do operate on the 22-hour cooldown across the board. So I, uh, I actually really, really like that idea. Um, yeah, that'll make my report. Absolutely. Let me – here, hang on. I'm going to write myself a note. That's a great idea. I like that idea the most uh, here so far. So let's see. Here's what, we're, here's what we're writing down, and we're taking live time notes for Scopely. We want to examine a, a minus two-hour assignment time. 
to coincide with uh, timers throughout the game being a 22-hour cooldown. Coincide with existing timers and a grace period. I love that, Cheapo. You the man. All right. We also want to examine uh, if the percentage chance of success is actually accurate. Chance of success. And how the crits are stacking. Okay, good. All right, very good. Let's see what else we got. All right, let's see what else we got. Uh, of course, we've talked about sourcing away team speed ups. Okay, we don't even need to talk about that. All right, we we have been loud and clear on that with Scopely, uh, like every time we have a chance to meet. Okay, uh, Karkin says that's why they have the speed ups. And, and you know what? That may be why they come back and, and say that. They may come back and say, yeah, that's, you know, why the speed ups. Well, if that's the case, then you're going to have to give them to a Scopely. Okay, if, if that is the actual case, if that's the purpose, then they're going to have to be sourced in some way, all right? Whether that be, you know, through a daily or whatever, they're going to have to be sourced somehow if that's, you know, ultimately their logic, okay? All right, that being said, let me, uh, let me go through the last couple of things here that I've got for TNG Arc 1 because I do want to offer my final grade and move on, all right? Uh, Steven Aaron, what's our time? We went on at what time? Like 3.30, right? So we're at an hour. All right, we got we got to move on. I got other stuff to do. Uh, final grade for TNG Arc. I uh, I told you. Of course, you guys always know that I probably grade on a stronger curve than you guys do. Uh, Surprise me that Big Country's giving them an A. Uh, I had every intention on coming in to this arc, uh, coming into this show, and actually giving them this arc an A minus. Okay, an A minus was going to be my grade. Uh, an A for sure. All right, because of just the resources, the uh, the smooth uh, technical aspect of it. There were a couple glitches. Communication was much better early on. Uh, one of the things that Gregor has constantly said is points, payouts, and milestones. Points, payouts, and milestones is one of the things that we as a community are 1,000% focused on. Points, payouts, and milestones. All right. So if I'm using that rubric to grade this arc, I look at points. All right. To my knowledge, to my knowledge, there was no events this month. And, and you guys sound off. Let me ask you these questions. Were there any events for any ops level that required more than a 20 to 30 minute grind, except for mining? Mining never counts. All right. Except for mining, was there any event that required more than 20 to 30 minutes to complete or required uh, redonkulous amounts of spend in order to get it. <clears throat> All right, you guys are saying brothers. I, that's a server milestone, so I'm not really considering that right now. Not for, not for the points piece, okay? I'm looking for unobtainability by players for their solo milestones, okay? Karkin says elite away missions. All right, look at the title, and we'll move on from that. All right, elite is never supposed to be free, people. Elites, rares, bonuses, heroics, that's not meant to be free. So we don't, we don't look at that. All right? It required money. Got to spend. Rare and all that good stuff. Okay? Um, Captain Archer says no free officers. That's downgrade. And I agree with you, sir. I agree with you 100% because uh, that was something I griped about during the last show. No officer. I'm going to finish this arc. Well, no, I, I did get an officer. All right, but I had to pay. I had to pay for it. All right, free to play without a battle pass. 
is not going to walk this month with an officer, and I think that's a problem. All right? So most of you guys are saying, okay, well, the officers, okay. Or not the officers, uh, the events, the solo milestones, the ones that were intended to be done by everybody for free, good. All right? No problems there. So points, check mark. Milestones, same kind of thing. All right? There were no problems. There were no errors there were i think early in the arc there was a system issue with a warp path it was fixed within minutes and then it remained fixed for the rest of the arc so that was good all right so uh i'm i'm cool with that and then we got payouts whoa payouts all right payouts this month being and i don't think anybody could argue this payouts this month being higher than ever you guys are going to have to open up your memory banks a little bit all right i know some people say well i don't i didn't get enough ore i didn't get enough ore for how much i had to spend on the uh shuttle bay well you're not you're not supposed to be given 100 percent of what you need in one week or one month for an entire 36 levels or 40 levels of a building all right so the payouts resources and and this isn't just my opinion all right, we've heard it on the show. Big has said it. Uh, El Cheapo has said it. Sitting Bull has said it. I am holding more resources than I ever have in this game. Okay? So, uh, rewards, excellent. Look at the Prime events, excellent. Okay? Uh, where I give them a couple of red marks, and, and I think they're minor red marks, I think that the calendar structure of the rare events could have been thought out a little bit better. Okay? I think that the that the uh, calendar structure, as in let's maybe run them side to side, you know, side by side. I think this was one of your suggestions here. If it was, for example, if you had Hunt the Factions free and then also had Hunt the Factions, you know, uh, rare or premium that ran side by side, then people would see clearly like without a shadow of a doubt that, you know, hey, I can do this free version, but if I want to do the rare version, then I'm going to pay a little bit extra, okay? But I'm going to get a little bit extra, and I am okay with that. I've always said that I'm okay with that, okay? I've always said that I'm okay with the spender getting more. That's the whole point of spending, right, is that you get more, all right? But it shouldn't be to squash me in an event. I don't like pay to win events, but I'm okay with with you know pay for premium. All right? And and so the rare tickets, I'm actually cool with. If you liked it, big you had told me because I was actually countering you with some data, some some opinions that we had gotten. A lot of players, whether they were ops 25, 35 or 45, came out and said I did not like the rare ticketed events. I did not like the rare ticketed events. Uh, whether they were the premiums or whether they were just those normal three per day of the rare events. Some people said, I didn't like them. And, and your response was actually uh, somewhat interesting, Big. Will you, will you share that? If you remember what I'm specifically pointing towards. <laughs> no, I mean, I... You know, because me and Bubba were talking about the same thing earlier. So, and I know because Bubba felt that, you know, there were too many rare events. And I know you said that there were probably some other from the whale community that they felt like there were too many rares. To me, I feel like 
and this is just my opinion, I'd be curious to know from the community, there's just as many free events as as there has been in the past. It's not like Scopely has said, okay, no free events, here's the ticket events, if you want to do an event, you have to pay. You know, it's player choice. You know, if you want to buy rare tickets to do more events, here's an opportunity. And and I would think I would be in favor of if they have everyday free ticket events, everyday uncommon tickets events, and everyday rare ticket events. And if you want to buy them to do more of them, then that's your choice. You know, it's not mandatory. You don't have to do it if, you know, it's just like – you know, you don't have to do all the events. You don't have to pay to complete them. And there were there were times where I didn't necessarily, you know, where I had rare ticket events. But you know what? I can't. I don't have time to do this today, so I'm not going to do this event today. You know that that's okay. You, you know that's okay to do. So I, I I like the fact that there's there's more choice if you want it. Okay. All right. Cool. Can I have one point on that? No. What's up, Rev? Yeah, what do you got? Hey, I agree with everything Big Country just said. The only thing I would add is probably the biggest complaint is, one, the communication of how the event rolled out, and two, they did lower the number of uncommon events we were getting, so it made it feel like it was a push towards the force. Uh, the first time we ran uncommon events, there was 15 of them. 13. So, it, <clears throat> 13. Uh, but you're right. It is less, but it was 13, which yeah, was 13. actually why the uncommon ticket pack was built the way it was. 390 mm-hmm. was enough for the entire month. So this month we got seven, all right? Yes, and I think yeah. I think it was Neo that actually brought that up during the last show. There were fewer number of uncommon ticketed events this month, uh, which I agree, but we also had um, the extra or the, the runs of, like, the prime directive event, okay? Um, mm-hmm. And we had... For free-to-play, for true free-to-play, there were 10 free rare tickets given, so they could have done Prime twice. If you had the the Elite Battle Pass, you could have run Prime four times, all right? And and those events paid out, like, far and above way more than an uncommon ticket would have been, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, and, and, yeah, let me, let me put this in audio form as well. Snake Eyes says, you know, hey, my final grade is my opinion. Okay, it's not the opinion of everyone playing the game. I don't expect everybody to agree. As a matter of fact, I come into this knowing that I grade on a curve you guys you guys don't op, you know don't typically agree with. All right, Vankman even puts up here and says, "Hey, like, am I the only one? Like, is is this the? Am I the only person who thinks that this was bad? No, Bubba Joe thinks it's bad too. Okay, <laughs> he thinks it's bad too. He calls the arc marginally acceptable. Um, you know." I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the property. Maybe I'm a I'm disillusioned well, with having the next generation here. <laughs> maybe I'm happy that we didn't have any technical catastrophic failures this month. Maybe I'm happy that I've got a research tree that actually has real net yield benefits at early levels, and I'm probably also happy about it being free. All right, I'm probably also happy about it not using. Uh, you know, crystal and, and ore and gas like my other ships need to. And that's arguable with the shuttle bay, but that's also optional. It's completely optional. As a matter of fact, I said at the very beginning, don't do the shuttle bay unless you want better efficiency with your research. 
right? If you well, want better efficiency with the research, then you're going to build up the shuttle base so that your service awards will last you longer. But it, it depends solely on what your pace of progression is, what your goal is for this new research tree. Go ahead, Rev. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, I know everybody jokes about that. I like to call you the shill, especially when they don't agree with you. But like, even for me, I give this an A minus B plus run. And I think some of the complaints that we have become a perspective thing. Like the complaints about the shuttle bay. This is a mechanic designed to be a long play. People forget you unlock this at level eight now. It's really revolutionized new player gameplay and and how you enter in. It's yes, it's going to feel like it's all jammed into one little, uh, you know, indiscernible mold because we're in the first month of an arc. But long term, I feel like most of the things that were out of the game were extremely good. Communication still an issue. They even have talked to me, you, everybody else about that. But overall, I feel like most of the stuff we got, comparing it to other month ones of most arcs was superior to almost anything else we've had my, mm-hmm. my opinion and we and we do forget you know to rev's point there we we forget we and, and we do this every single arc I, I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves all right every single arc we expect like a hundred percent of what the arc has to offer to be done in the first month guys that's yeah. not how scopely operates Anything that comes into this game is designed to actually take you six or more months. All right? Now, some things should be moving along faster than others. I do take issue with officer acquisition, for example. All right? But mm-hmm. do you, should you be? Should, should a 39 be at Shuttle Bay 39 this month? Hell no. That's expensive. Okay? So, no. Do it at your own pace. So, I, you know, I feel like that is, that is just something that the community continues and continues and continues to struggle with. And, guys, that's not a Scopely problem. That's a you problem. All right? You have to measure your expectations. And listen, by the way, okay, if you want to have your shuttle bay at level 39 in 24 hours, you can. Just break out that Amex. Okay? I mean, that's on you. If that's the pace of play you want, you can have it. All right? I don't agree with it. I don't encourage that. My shuttle bay is not 39. Okay? I'm sticking right around that 36 mark. All right? Because it starts to get really expensive, and I am still working on an auger. So I let it be. But, guys, this is, this is on you. All right? Your pace of progression was completely in your hands this month with this away team's research and the shuttle bay. It's 1,000% in your hands. You decide how much you want to put into it, and and how much you want to spend on it. All right? Uh, that being said, like I said, I, I, I and I do see a few people agreeing, a lot of people not, and that's okay. You know, hey, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't grade as, as, as positively as I do. I don't think anything that happened was, was an arc-breaking thing. That's why I give it an A-. minus. I give it, and, and really the minus is for officer acquisition. Um, and, uh, yeah, officer acquisition. That's that's a big thing for me. All right, um, and the rare tickets. You know, the rare tickets. I, I feel could have been handled slightly better. It's not a game breaking thing. I don't think it was anything that was done wrong. I don't think it was anything that I said. Oh my God, Scopely, I can't believe you did that. I get why they did it, and I get uh, why some people liked it. Uh, I liked what I could do for free. <laughs> All right, or what I could do with my battle pass. Um, that's what I did. I didn't buy any other rare tickets, and I only converted 40 uncommons uh, so that I could get that last run of Prime. And I got a lot of gas, so it was good for me there. All right? Uh, and that's uh, that's why. 
Okay, that's why I give it a give it an A minus. I know, uh, I, and and listen, you guys aren't being quite as unfair as maybe some other people are being. Uh, none of your biz says C for lack of officer shards, lack of ultra tokens. Uh, the shuttle bay was a resource sink. Away missions for Ops 34 seem to be somewhat disappointing and unable to feed the new research tree. Well, that's just, again, going to take time, man. Going to take time. I've absolutely been doing other research while I'm waiting to get the service awards. I mean, that's just, that's going to happen, okay? Um, Vankman says, Arc 2, I think, is going to be better. I think they might be holding out on that gravy. I just want one officer or mechanic that changes everything. (laughs) Well, Vankman... I don't know what could be coming that could change everything. But I do know one thing that's coming. And I'm going to give it to you right after the break as we give you your sneak peek into Arc 2, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming up right after this break. Uh, This is Talking Trek Live. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs, and we are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to thank our latest sponsor. Uh, Yes, we've picked up a new sponsor, okay? Uh, Thank our latest sponsor here for the first segment. The wounded... uh, What's that? What, Hal? No, it has nothing to do... Yeah. After the umbrella, that was quick. <laughs> nothing to nothing to do with any any new bots, and no Disney Plus uh, just sent me a cease and desist. I actually said, don't even talk about our service, okay? Like, if, if, we, if we don't approve you, don't even talk about Disney Plus. Disney Plus, neener neener. Uh, no, this segment brought to you uh, in part by the Wounded Warrior Project. Okay, guys, uh, listen. Founded back in two thousand three, everybody has heard of the Wounded Warrior Project, but what do they do, folks? The Wounded Warrior Project offers free services and programs to injured servicemen and women of the generation. 100% of your donation goes directly to the project and is deductible as a charitable contribution. Uh, The Wounded Warrior Project supports currently more than 184,000 warriors, family members, and caregivers. We invite you to visit their website today at www.woundedwarriorproject.org to consider giving your donation today. Thank you guys for supporting our show. We're going to take a very quick break. When we return, your sneak peek into Arc 2. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a second. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Stinko's Copy Centers for fast, quality copies that smell like a chemical factory. It's the spy movie that always delivers. Introducing James Amazon Bond. A special agent who will save the world in five days or three if you have Prime. I need backup, but I don't have a membership. That's what I call trouble. A hero who accepts multiple payment methods. Would you like to check my figures? Oh, I'm sure they're perfectly rounded. James, Amazon, Bond. Now streaming on Prime and coming soon to a porch near you.
Welcome back in, everybody. School is out for the summer. Thank you, Alice. No more, no more homework, no more tests, no more lectures, no more teachers. Actually, uh, I, I kind of think that that may not actually be, in fact, uh, the most truthful statement, big country, because uh, we will obviously be continuing to give our final grades every single arc, uh, even through the summer. <laughs> so this teacher is still in. We're not taking the summer off, are we? Um, Welcome back to the show, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, right before the break, we're talking about uh, what we are looking for uh, as far as something game-changing for the next arc. Okay, listen, I don't know if this is going to be game-changing or not, but at this point, Big Country, it's as good a point as any to actually release to you your actual hint into arc two. Yes, and I actually spent... No lie, big country. I spent probably about two hours writing this hint. All right, because I wanted to make it really, really good. <laughs> I wanted to make it really, really good. Really thought-stimulating. And I wanted to make sure nobody actually figured it out, like, after 10 seconds. Rev Deuce, you, you seem to have enjoyed the puzzles here lately. Every time I every time I do oh, a I, hint, I yeah, love the format. The yeah, I like the puzzles. You know, like that. That's that's what has uh, kind of. I, I I like giving the hints now because they're not quite so obvious. They're kind of kind of goofy. All right, guys, here we go with your hint for today. This is your first hint between the arcs, and uh, here on your Wednesday, I'm going to give you this hint. All right, everybody, get ready. Everybody, get ready. Here we go. A B C D E F G. How many letters should there be? This hint points towards letters. Choose three. A, P, R, T, Q, Z, C. <laughs> All right. I'll read it to you one more time. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. How many letters should there be? This hint point towards letters. Choose three. A-P-R-T-Q-Z-C. And that is your hint for the day. All right, that, and Blokemon says, Damn it, DJ, I hate these hints. <laughs> Vankman says, is that supposed to help us? Uh, the hint is there, okay? The hint is there. Is it supposed to help you? I don't know that it's supposed to help you, Vankman. I think it's supposed to just be a fun clue for you to think about and try to solve okay i mean goodness i'm not gonna listen we don't do leaks here we've told you a gazillion times i tell you all the time <laughs> don't i am not gonna make it obvious all right not gonna make it obvious yeah there you go this hint points towards letters choose three a p r t q z c there you go <laughs> Ah, Max says, all I heard was Wesley Crusher. <laughs> that could be Ugh, Wesley Crusher. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and uh, I'm the host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with your ARC 2 sneak peek. Okay. All right. Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan coming to voice. Jerry Ryan says, okay, that's pretty obvious. You know what? I am going... Listen, I won't acknowledge, I won't acknowledge or deny. 
I will not acknowledge or deny because I can't, all right? But always, I love the speculation. I've shared it with nobody. Rev Deuce, you don't know. Big Country, you don't know. Jerry Ryan, you've got a theory, okay? Come in. Let's talk about it. I want to hear what Jerry Ryan thinks it is. Jerry Ryan says, this is super obvious to me, all right? What is it, Jerry Ryan? Start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Are you there? I see you trying. Hello. There you are. There you are. All right. Jerry Ryan, give us your excellent points. <laughs> Sorry. I think you're hinting at three new officers. Oh, do you think I'm hinting at three new officers? Yep. What would those officers be, Mr. Jerry Ryan? Well, Picard and Riker, and I think Wesley. Picard, Riker, and Wesley, you say. Where would Wesley fit into that? Oh, Crusher, I guess. Is that what yeah. you think? Okay, see, Crusher. Okay. Yeah, I... because of the because of the story. Otherwise it would have said Worf, but because of the story. Okay. Alright. Okay. Rev Deuce says Rev Deuce says ain't wrong. Alright, Rev Deuce, let's hear your theory. Let's hear let's hear your interpretation of the hint. I'll come to you next, El Cheapo. I see you're raising your hand. All right. Sobex is saying, uh, how about Picard, Crusher, and Q? Uh, maybe. Snipe saying Riker, Troy, and Q. Okay. I like that you guys are all focused in on one area. It allows the, the misperception to run rampant. Uh, Extreme says, please, no Wesley Crusher. <laughs> I like where T-Bram is going, guys. Listen, I, I think that you guys are missing the mark with officers. I think these could be ship letters. These could be ship letters, okay? Uh, T-Bram with an alternate theory there could be ship letters. Snipe says, I think it's actually a hint at how many arcs there could be. That is also possible. I can see that as well. All right. Good ideas. Good ideas. Venkman says G5. <laughs> That's Scaly's answer. <laughs> That's Scaly's answer. All right. Uh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, I appreciate you guys playing along. That's what the whole point is. Everybody's got everybody's to gotta come up with a theory, okay? Uh, listen, very quickly, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Cosmic Cleanup for a second, Big Country. Uh, yesterday, we had... Uh, our meeting yesterday we had our meeting with uh, ops as kind of like a debrief of arc one and um, one of my pieces of feedback was not just around officer sourcing but one of my big pieces of feedback was guys we still have stuff from January February and March that that we have not revisited right we've talked about it right shipskin shard trackers shipskin shard trackers shipskin shard trackers tracker jackers Okay, that's what we're going for, the Tracker Jackers. Um, and I made the suggestion, I made the suggestion that the Cosmic Cleanup would be the way to revisit stuff that may have potentially been forgotten about, all right? And we're not just talking about the G3 skins. We're talking about, you know, also, of course, the G4 skins. We're talking about the Constellation Jelly skin. We're talking about the Vidar and the Terror skin, right? Okay? These are all things that, and, and not even talking about officers. I mean, golly, we haven't even talked about, you know, the officer sourcing and things like that. What can we do to get these in the game sooner than later? 
sooner than later. All right. And I said, hey, God, for the love of all things, you've got a Saturday event store every Saturday. You've got Cosmic Cleanup every Saturday. And in it right now does contain a few items that are important to some players. But I'd kind of say, listen, if you're ops 35 or higher, that store probably, probably doesn't offer you much value. Okay? So I suggested using the Cosmic Cleanup store to add in something. All right? And they said, okay. What would be your pick, DJ? What would be if you right now, and they didn't even give me time to think about it, if right now you wanted to put something in it, what would it be? So they said right now. They said I didn't have any time to think about it. So naturally I said tracker jackers. I said ship skin shard trackers. All right. Now Pop says don't mess this up, man. I don't know. By the way, I don't know that they're going to do anything. They just asked me on the spot, what would you put there? Okay. Shipskin shard trackers. All right. Shipskin shard trackers. That is something. It was a roadmap item. It's something that everybody in the galaxy continues to ask about. And uh, we don't see. Okay. So I asked about shipskin shard trackers. That being said, I wanted to come back to you because, you know, maybe that wasn't the best answer. Okay. Maybe that wasn't the best answer. Maybe some people are saying officer badges. Cheapo, I don't know about officer badges as much because we've got a couple of different ways to earn those already. You know, you've got your minor commendations. You've got, you know, your faction stores and things like that. Plus, we got the battle passes giving them, although they didn't this month. Uh, probably shouldn't say this, but they are confirmed returning for next month. You're going to get the officer badges in most battle passes. That's coming again next month. So, uh, that, I'm thinking, maybe is not, like, the most needed issue. Okay, maybe not the most needed issue right now. All right, I look at uh, the ship customization stuff. All right, and even some of you guys are saying, hey, listen, maybe not even just, you know, just ship skin shard trackers, but hey, you know, what about some of the projectile stuff? Now, would you rather have projectile than ship skin shard trackers? I don't know. I I wouldn't think so. Why? I don't know. I don't know that I would want projectiles up there, projectile shards, over shipskin shards. All right, but Rude Dude says the plasma blast ones, yes. Oh, that's right. Those are the ones that offered the critical damage boost, right? Okay, so I can see that. Didn't we kind of, though, didn't we kind of determine that, that that really wasn't, like, worth writing home about, Rude Dude? Like, I mean, it was 5%, right? Wasn't it, like, nothing? It was bigger than zero. Well, okay. <laughs> it's bigger than zero. Cool. I'm good with that. Moxavian says, but it looks cool. Yeah, Blue says the same thing. 5% is better than nothing. Okay. All right, cool. So we, we could look at that. So maybe just ship customization type stuff. All right. Uh, I'm good with that. Uh, anything besides ship uh, customization? All right, whether we got the ship skins or the projectiles. Okay. Well, you guys are you guys are thinking... Uh, you say Lorca shards. I, I seriously doubt Cosmic Cleanups where they're ever going to source any one specific officer, just as an FYI. But, yeah, Lorca has definitely been in the conversation. You know, how are we how are we getting him? Also, the TOS guys, where are they coming from? So, anyway, no, that was just, that was just a curious thing. I wanted to ask about Cosmic Cleanup because they asked me, and I thought it would be a good, good thing to ask about. So, all right. Um, 
Where are we at on time? Where are we at on time? Um, Atomic Spud says, Hey, has anybody noted yet that LaForge is not a replacement for Uhura? He's missing 5% in his captain's maneuver. Um, I don't think that's correct, actually. He does match. You got to make sure you're accounting for synergy there, okay? Um, make sure you're accounting for synergy. But, you yeah, know, they do match. All right, let me double check. I'll, I'll make sure. I, when I did the original, the original chart. He does, TJ. Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah, they match. I'll pull up a picture for you. So Yeah, make sure you're not maybe accidentally thinking about synergy there, okay? Because they definitely, definitely do match. By the way, somebody also said, hey, by the way, uh, I see. Yeah, but you got synergy. Anyway, listen, uh, somebody said Yeah, that's earlier, what I'm saying. He was pulling up a synergy one, and I was showing him synergy with uh, Crusher. Yeah, yeah, so synergy there. Hey, uh, one thing that somebody did mention was, hey, they replaced all the cadets except for Cadet Scotty. Where's our second Warp 5 booster? Uh, I think that's exactly why Scotty wasn't replaced. <laughs> I don't think they're going to give you another Warp 5 booster, just to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, they have TOS Scotty uh, already, uh, but, I, again, I, I, I just don't think they're going to do another one. That'd be three. All right. Jerry Ryan says, that's going to be Wesley, I bet you. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Darth Bane says, where's a replacement for Talon that matches Chen? Talon's not a not a... She was not an original. Guys, remember, not all the commons are getting replaced. Only the original, uh, what What did they call? They were called the, um, the uh, cadet crew. another time, another time crew. Yeah. Okay. Now, granted, Cadet Scotty is in there, and I don't think they have any intention on replacing him. Okay. But that was Cadet Uhura. That was Cadet Kirk. Let me find him here. Instructor Spock, Cadet McCoy, and Cadet Sulu, and Cadet Kirk, okay? Those six, they got five replacements because Cadet Scotty is not going to be replaced, okay? And as far as Chen and Talon, Ripper says it will never happen. Now, I have not followed his math. He actually sent me, like, this really long math formula. He says the reason that we can never have another Chen or Talon is because if there were certain combinations of them put together, it would actually yield hostiles throwing zero damage. So he says it will never actually happen. Because if it did, it would literally break the game. There would be there would be combinations that could be used where hostiles would throw zero damage. So he says that'll never happen. And uh, in Ripper, we trust. Absolutely. Uh, very quickly, I was going to get into under-deck crewing. Um... Where are we at on time? I'm sorry, Stevens Aaron. I keep asking you. I think it was like an hour thirty minutes. I I don't know. I might half, yeah. I might be I might be about done anyway. By the time we play the game, everything will be an hour forty five, and I'm kind of ready to roll. Um, that being said, if you guys have questions about underdeck, we can we can talk about that. We did a video on underdeck strategy that has possibly changed now that you've got away teams because that that particular video was uh, was was done before. Listen, I, uh, spuds. I know, but your spreadsheet is in error. Okay, you it your Uhura does not offer you fifteen percent. It's ten percent. So you need to fix your spreadsheet. Okay, it's not fifteen. It's ten. You got to take all the synergy out. Okay, your spreadsheet is incorrect. Uh, that being said, uh, Tabram says, "Why are we not talking about Cardassians? We did last week in our in our like you know what's coming next kind of kind of series." Um, 
because, yeah, there's a lot of different ways the Cardassians can fit in, but I'm just not quite in that headspace today. Now, if you guys want to talk about Underdeck, you know, and maybe we can plan that for this weekend big, because honestly, goodness, I'm like, I'm kind of checked out. Like, my allergies fighting me today, and it's hot, and I got, I got other stuff to do, and I got through everything that I wanted to get through. Maybe we can save Underdeck for, for another show, because here's the thing. Yeah, we've done a few long shows lately, so. Yeah, we really have. The, the Underdeck thing that I wanted to talk about, guys, it, it, there is a YouTube video on it, but even that has slightly possibly changed now uh, a little bit because we have uh, because now we've got away teams assignments. I used to say don't upgrade those officers if you aren't interested, right? If it's not an officer you're going to use, there there is actual reason now to upgrade officers you might not use. I am not done upgrading the officers that I would be using, but I have to say going back and and upgrading Barrett, and upgrading, you know, uh, up, let, let's just look through here a couple of these, okay? Barrett, this is going to sound crazy, but, you know, his officer ability doesn't work, Rev. All right? So why upgrade him, right? His captain's maneuver is the only one that I'm after, all right? And up until now, I haven't needed the stats. Guess what? He's still level 15. Spock says, oh, my God, Barrett is huge under decks. Yeah, but I never really put him under deck because I was using him constantly on a minor, all right? Now, I probably have a reason to, to work on him a little bit. What's another one? What's another one in my officer carousel that's not maxed that I don't typically use that I may have to go back now and actually spend a little bit of time on? Let's take a look. You know what? I've got... I've, uh, well, I was going to say, I've got Ston promoted all the way to max. But he's not leveled. As a matter of fact, he's still level 15. <laughs> and it looks like he's got some good health. You guys are saying the MUDs for away missions, okay? You're saying Keenzer. Is Keenzer that good on stats? Doc31 says Yuki. All right, now Yuki should be maxed. <laughs> Doc, you should have Yuki maxed already, okay? Carol, Carol, okay. Livis, yeah, no, I do, I yeah, do Carol's actually, good on stats. I do actually have Livis maxed. I'm pretty. I, I sure. think, yeah. I think what it comes down to is that if you're looking, you know, look at your officers that have a, you know, what, you know, some of them are like spread out equally with attack, defense, health. Now that you have the away missions, look for the ones that have a very high of one Agreed. and very low of the other. Two. Agreed. And, Yes. yes. And, okay. you know, promote those next so you can send them on the away missions to help boost your officers. And, and that, to be perfectly honest with you, is why I'm not a fan of Carol. Okay. Truth be told, I'm not a fan of Carol because she's high in defense and health. And I am looking for officers that are just absolutely bonkers in one category. I mean, it's fine if they're if they're great in two, but I want officers that are going to be super great in one. You say Gary Mitchell. I disagree. Look at Gary Mitchell. Gary Mitchell at base, and this is maxed, of course, okay? At base, his defense is his best stat, but it's only 1,388. All right, well, there's a lot of officers better than that. How about six of 10 in health? 2019. 5 of 10 in defense. And I'm not saying these officers will be max. I'm just saying these are examples of officers who statistically are better. How about Gorkon? Attack, 2019. Okay? 
Harry Mudd, 1893. Kang, a core but, epic. Crass, well, a core but, but, epic. But, but, but also, but also with the way missions, if you've got an officer that's high, say like 2,000 health, but low in the other two stats, and you've got another officer that's also, say you've got this, basically the same health stat, but higher in those other two stats as well, you're going to get an extra boost in your away team um, uh, okay. multipliers as well. Then no, not really with the multiplier, okay? Here's well, the, and, and, and your chance and your multiplier. Here's yeah. here's the math, okay? And and this is why Big is saying what he's saying, and he's right. And, and Ripper has said this too. The key stat is the one that matters. It's weighted twice yes. as heavy. Twice as heavy. So if you're looking at stats, okay, your defense yeah. is weighted at 1x, your attack and health are weighted at 0.5. Now, if I take three defense-heavy yeah, officers, officers... If I've got two officers that are both the same key stat, but one has higher attack and defense, I'm going Well, sure. I, I mean, I guess I can see that if you've got, if you've got them that are the same. But, but that's my point, is that the best ones, one the best the ones for your stat. key stats, uh, are not going to yes. be balanced out. Okay, but they're giving me more of the key stat, which means yeah. uh, you know that's what I want. All right, there's no scenario. Listen to me, people. There's no scenario where giving up key stat points is actually going to be better for you unless you just don't have any officers. All right, if you've got no assignments yeah, yeah. out, if you've got no assignments out, and and you have your pick of all the officers, then yes, pick the highest in those key stats. Period, plain and simple. Now, if you've got seven assignments out and you're looking for something crappy to finish the eight, then maybe yeah, you need to you need to tinker around a little bit. All right, but but you know the key stat is what you should be chasing. No no ifs ands or buts about it. All right, because it's weighted twice as heavy. So so I'm okay with having low attack and health if my key stat is defense. If that officer is offering me two thousand defense points, you know, with that one officer, so. Anyway, um, you guys are talking about Chang. Listen, Chang's got some decent attack stats. He's not the best, all right, uh, but but he's okay. And I saw a comment a little bit higher that you should just max all the blues and purples. I, I don't disagree. Ultimately, that maybe should be your end game goal, but that that's hard and that's expensive. That just takes a long time. It takes a long time. DJ, go ahead, ref. Don't forget the project we've both worked on. The officer tool displays all that information specific to your own officers and what they look like maxed. So. Yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you promote that? <laughs> I, I don't even remember the link. Where's the link? You have the link? I'll grab it for you real quick. Yeah, do that. Uh, and uh, there is a tool, uh, the one that Rev is talking about, uh, shout out Stewie-Doo. Stewie-Doo uh, is, uh, has been kind of keeping up this project, and he's got, he's got some good contributors. Rev's doing it. Uh, I, I've done a little bit with it. Uh, Ripper, I know, is working on it. Uh, I think Hugo is contributing to it as yeah. well. There's uh, there's several Harley's guys. there. Yeah, Harley's Gregor. in there. There's yeah. uh, there's a couple of really really good officer guys, and I'm not even saying that I am one. Uh, I'm just you I, are one. I got too. invited, but I uh, bet. there's some good officer guys that that will talk to you a little bit about those and and you know what their stats are and what the recommendations would be, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, yeah, definitely uh, definitely take a look at some of those and and we'll talk a little bit more about underdecks in the future because I still do see people running Pike Moreau Chen with a full underdeck. Guys, those are officers. Like, like okay, I'm, I'm going to say this one thing about underdeck strategy. And I, and I didn't want to, but I'm going to say this one thing, and then we'll save the rest of it. Here's your nugget, all right? If you are like me, then you've got 
ship slots dedicated for certain tasks, okay? For example, I'm a 39. I got five slots. I got two dedicated for mining. That's all they do. I've got two more dedicated for PvP. That's it. And I got my fifth one dedicated for PvE. Boom. That's it. All right? I have zero underdeck officers on my two mining slots. And I have zero underdeck officers on... Actually, I take that back. I think I've got two underdeck officers under my PvE ship. Okay? Under my PvE ship, I've got two officers because that's all it takes to get me to my 300%. You want to get to the 300%. Okay? You definitely want to get to your max stats. And if you are a player that struggles with stats, then I get that. I understand. If you don't have prime officers or if, you're, if you don't have some of the research or you don't have the officers promoted to a level where they can give you those stats, I get that, okay? I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you should. I totally understand. Use as many officers as is necessary, but don't fill it up. If you've got Pike, Moreau, and Chen and you're grinding with a Sally and, and one officer underneath, let's say Marla, okay, Marla is down there, then, and, and she gets you to do your 300%, then don't use anybody else, all right? Further, uh, housekeeping says, which of the three should be focused on if you cannot hit 300%? Health, health, always, all right, because health is going to give you more hull points. The reason I say not attack is because it is just anti-mitigation, all right. Well, hostiles traditionally, like your grinding hostiles, have terrible have terrible mitigation, and and you're killing them in one or two or three rounds anyway. You're meant to grind those, so they're not doing a lot of damage. They're not putting up a lot of fight. All right. So you don't necessarily need the attack. Defense. Well, attack is your damage booster, DJ. Uh, yeah, but so it, for PvP, I actually do attack. I didn't. I said PVE. Okay. If yeah, if, if you're P yeah, yeah, but you you then said they. Uh, the 300% attack balls was mitigation, and that's... It's anti-mitigation, okay? It's anti it, it affects... That's your penetration, your attack, uh, your piercing, your shield piercing. Uh, no, that's your straight damage boost. That's straight weapons damage, the bonus on top of weapons damage. That's what yeah. attack does. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, and your... So, okay, well. All right. So if you take the min max of the weapon, that's where the 300% is multiplying, not the yeah, it, piercing numbers below. Your DPR, but it still affects your piercing numbers. They're they're amplified as well. I'm almost sure of it. I mean, I might be wrong. Whatever. I don't. It. Andar says it doesn't give stats. I didn't. Okay. Well, that's fine. Anyway, regardless. And I still have regardless. this one. I, I, okay. Fine. Okay, that's good. I, I may be wrong on that. I also know the defense is your own mitigation, but again, I don't care about that because I got Pike Moreau and Chen. All right, it's health. All right, the answer is health. I might got, I might not have gotten there with the right reasoning, but the answer's still right. Okay, it's health. All right, because it gives you the more, the more hull. All right, but I was specifically talking about Pike Moreau Chen. But regardless, whatever. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, so yeah, definitely health. Okay, but if you can get like in PvP, of course, obviously, you know, Rev's right. It's very important uh, to get there wherever you can. Even mitigation is extremely important in PvP. So. Uh, in PvP, you definitely want to try to get all of them. I would argue, I mean, hull is obviously important, but mitigation is is wildly important in PvP because that's what everybody's going for. Everybody is trying to the overcome. Everybody's trying to overcome the triangle. So defense is incredibly important in PvP, which is obviously why the morale team does so well. Okay. 
All right. Um, that being said, housekeeping says I was saying more for Frank A and Armadas. I can't get my Frank A maxed on all stats. Um, so crazy enough housekeeping, I am still stacking health on my Franklin A. Yes, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm stacking health. I'm going with five, seven, and Kang on my bridge, and I'm stacking a health under deck. All right. That seems to be helping me the most up there in swarm space. Okay, stack health on the Frank A. BK agrees. I like it. All right, folks. Uh, is this it? We're done. Okay, time to play a game. Let's play a game. We'll give something away and we'll roll. Look at there, BK. We're going to be done in less than two hours. Less than two hours. Ladies and gentlemen, let's find us a contest pick winner. Who's it going to be today? What's up, Virtual Army? Congratulations, Virtual Army. Virtual Army. Virtual Army. Congratulations. Hey, come on into voice, buddy. Let's play a game. Come into voice if you can, Virtual Army. And uh, we'll play a game of Fake News or Florida. I think that's what I got. Let me check. Yeah. <laughs> I got Fake News or Florida. Is Virtual Army on the stage yet? Oh, there he is. What's up, Virtual Army? Turn yourself off mute. You're on mute right now. <laughs> there we go. What's up, Virtual How's Army? Yes, go. welcome to the show. Let's play a game of Fake News or Florida, okay? All right, you know how the game works. Uh, you got to get three to be a winner, five to max your odds. I'm going to read you a story. It's either going to be Fake News or Florida, something that actually happened in the state of Florida, or a Fake News story, something that I made up. All right, you know the game. Are you ready to play? Ready when you All right, first story. St. Peter, uh, Petersburg police arrested a wrecking ball operator for DUI after he smashed the wrong building. Fake news or Florida? Florida. Uh, actually, I made, made that one up, actually. That one is fake, but that's okay. We still, got, we still got four other chances. How about this one? A Fort Myers dog walker was arrested after he left his marijuana stash Inside a customer's house. Fake news or Florida? Florida. Uh, no, that was fake news too. That's okay. Oh, sorry. It's okay. How about this one? You got this. You got this, man. We got this. Uh, two contestants were arrested at a bikini contest in Stewart, Florida after getting into a high-heeled shoe fight. Fake news or Florida? Florida. That's right. Don't deviate. Stick with your plan. Stick with your pattern, VA. You got this, all right? That's correct. One correct answer. How about this one? Number four. Vera Beachman appealed his drinking and driving arrest because he only drank when he was at stoplights. Fake news or Florida? Florida. That is correct. It did, uh, did, in fact, happen in the state of Florida. Here we go. Last one. Number five. He's Florida committed, Nathan. That's right. He should stick with it. Police in St. John's County. Did I say that out loud? Shouldn't do that. Uh, police in St. John's County arrested an elderly man who tried to run over his neighbor with a tractor. <laughs> Fake news or Florida? Let's go Florida. Florida is the correct answer, and that makes you a winner, buddy. Absolutely. That's three out of five. We got you a chance to be a winner right here. Hold on. We're not done. Gosh, the computer. All right, listen, we got you a chance to be a winner. We got 20 prizes in the stash. 
Where's my prize list? Ah, here it is. 20 prizes in the stash. Let me ho hop over here. Let me randomize. I'm going to shuffle them very quickly, okay? There we go. All right. 20 prizes, Virtual Army. You get to pick only one. You only got three right. You get to pick one. And that will be your prize. One through 20, VA. What's it going to be? Where is he? Oh. Where you at? Sorry. There you at. One through 20. Which one? 18. 18. 18. 18. That's actually not bad. Congratulations to you. We'll hook you up with 2,500 epic uranium for your Stella. Okay? 2,500 epic uranium. Which, listen, is not terribly bad. Like, really, when you think about it, 2,500 uranium is like six weeks or six refines. That's 18 days worth of free epic uranium. Yeah, that's not bad. How are you doing? On, how are you doing on your Stella, man? Are you are you still doing the max scrap level repeat or whatever it is? What build max scrap repeat? Sorry, see. Yeah, I've got two, and uh, yeah, keep maxing them, scrapping them, maxing them, scrapping them. So yeah, every bit helps. Thank and you. Twenty five hundred epic uranium is all yours, my friend. Send me a private message with your player ID. This program is made possible. What in just part happened? By Did we never take our second commercial break? <laughs> I just hit the button to to close the nope, show. We didn't. we didn't take a second break. Oh, no, we didn't. Okay, well, I guess it's shorter than normal. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to. Put that back in there somewhere else. Okay. Um, all right. Hang on a second. The looter is saying, we already have a hostile dealing zero damage. If we already have this, why don't we expand it and get another Chen into lot? So, uh, let's see. You're going to have to show me more. Okay? You can PM it to me if you want, but you're going to have to show me more. Because if that is, for example... There's a couple of scenarios in yeah, which that can a happen. Yeah, there's with the Fringy Devore. I mean, I see that, but, uh, I, but I need to see. I need to see more. Like, who's the third officer? And you guys blacked out some stuff. If that's a well, who's got who's got Moreau and Chen? So it must be yeah. like Moreau and Chen. Yeah, there's a lot missing from that screenshot. There is a lot a missing lot. from that screenshot. So, no, um, BJ, who's go, echoing? Take a break, and then you can discuss that one. No, I'm not. I'm not. Not today. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I can't, guys. I, I mean, I'm sick. Yeah, you really, I feel like trash, so I'm not doing it today. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, looters, shoot me that. I'd like to see more on it, okay, um, because there is a lot missing there. For example, if that was, if that was, um, let's say, for example, an armada. Let's say it was an exchange armada that you were a part of and uh, your teammates had Gala, for example. Okay, that can happen. That could be a critical hit that somebody has blacked out there. So, I mean, it, there's there's information that uh, that can happen there. Looter says it's Pike Moreau Chen. Okay, well, like I said, you're still going to have to give me more. All right? Need more. Anyway, uh, that's it. There we go. Now the right button's working, okay? Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Is it a spam it day? Is today Wednesday? Crap, it is. Okay, spam it. I'll do it right now. Uh, and then I'll reset it. Spam it. Spam it. Pick. Who's it going to be? Congratulations to... Oh, my God. Kelda Cookies. Kelda Cookies. Congratulations. You're the winner of 500 G3 or G4 materials. Or G4 Uncommon Parts. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spam-A-Bot has now been reset. 
You guys can go crazy in there. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you to my special guest, Hal 9000. Red Deuce, Big Country, El Cheapo, Steven Zarin, Spreckenstick, and Scaly back from the Outback. Thank you guys all for joining me on the stage here. Appreciate it so very, very much. Guys, visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can go to find a link to our YouTube channel. All right, we've actually got some content coming out there. What, Snake Eyes? I think starting tomorrow. We've got a couple of videos between the arcs that we're going to share with you. Also, I uh, would like to invite you over to uh, check out our patron program. That is also linked over from our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. The patron program is where players like you go and consider joining our gold patrons club where they uh, contribute $5 or more a month to this show. All right. And then their name turns yellow. They don't get anything else. They just get a name that turns yellow. And the good, solid feeling that they're doing something good. Thank you guys so very much. I appreciate it. I'd like to thank you now. How about Gregor Gala? Or Wow. Where did that come from? Uh, Ska. Thank you. Uh, Vankman. I beg them. Big Country. JC. Hank. Chuck's Grunt. Dark Lord. Stevens. Aaron. Ahab. Fukum. Thorn. Virtual Army. Jay Burke. DJ Gurr. Red 2. And Hani. Aceus. Dunk. Uh, Bojack. Ape. Crush. Jonathan Ingram. Tabby Moza, Regis, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free, Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam Coulter, NC Jetski, uh, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate. See, I, I'm, I can't even read. My eyes are going crazy. <laughs> now I even lost where I left off. Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Ragsdar, Striker, be ready. Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Boom, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 0101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damn Darks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, The Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Cran, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, Looter, Con Air, Iris, Jack, Wyman, Phineas, Giovanni, Dragon, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Agger, Never Clutch, Starm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Sub Commander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack Tribble, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Clyde, and your mom. <laughs> Thank you for being part of the studio audience and donating to Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. Love you, mean it. See you this weekend. Bye-bye.